Ladies and gentlemen, Ladies and gentlemen, this is this the is one and only, one and only unapologetic, unapologetic review. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I don't mind if you don't listen that much. Some of y'all don't listen at all. The same shit they be pushing your butt. It's got a grown man having withdrawals. I don't mind if you don't listen that much. Yo, I just mind what you say for the crowd. Cause some of y'all don't listen at all. Some of y'all don't answer that call. Realize the movie that I was watching. It's the end of the world. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the one and only Unapologetic Review. You got your host, Cash Banks, and my right-hand man. Black Caesar, man. What's good? What's good? Black Caesar, we're back in the building. It's about to go down. But before we get started, what do you think we should let the people know? Shit, that we back, man. (laughs) Back in the motherfucking building. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. The dynamic duo. And before we get started, as always, follow us, man. Subscribe. Do what you got to do. We're on every social media platform that you can think of. Follow us on Twitter at GoUnapologetic. Go and follow us on IG at the Unapologetic Review Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, without making you wait, it is about that time. Listen, we got to talk about Jake Paul. And Nate Robinson, man. It was pretty epic what happened last night. Ladies and gentlemen, it was like watching another episode of the first 48. This time they made you pay for it. <laughs> they said made you pay for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. Listen, True. can you give us a play-by-play, Black Caesar, of what happened last night? Um... Let's say it was some music playing. Um, Logan came out. <laughs> Nate Robinson came out. Snoop was there. Um, somebody rang the bell. <laughs> they started throwing punches. Snoop was commentating. Nate was on the ground. Oh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't think I don't think there's any other way to describe it. We'll get into more details, but if I had to give you a synopsis, <laughs> that's what I'm gonna go with. Black Caesar with the big words. Ladies and gentlemen, listen. <laughs> it was uh it was a very brutal beating that we saw. Yeah. And the strange part about it is it only lasted two rounds. One and a half, really. <laughs> like if it would have went two rounds, he might have been in the hospital, man. That was bad. Listen, it actually lasted less than a cheap date with a cheap hooker. <laughs> True. Very listen, true. Listen, listen. Don't ask me how I know. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, listen, man. It's one thing to actually see a homicide, but it's another to actually have to pay for one. Never in my life until last night. But you don't have to take my word for it. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to the words of what happened by the deal, double G. Mr. Snoop Dogg himself. Faint step. Oh, there's a faint from Jake. Oh, oh, Cody. Oh, oh, my God. Lord have mercy. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Snoop, talk about dropping it like it's us, baby. Oh, 
gentlemen listen in all my years of watching i guess you would say professional boxing i have never in my life enjoyed a knockout so much just because of the commentary yeah i mean yeah i mean like shit i mean listen i feel for nate but damn bro snoop was on point with that one bro uh, it sound like you needed a baptism and uh, <laughs> uh, what's some things christening like damn bro listen man he was singing precious lord goodness and of course all the ambulance pick up well, the people yeah <laughs> that's what they was doing after he got hit they were calling the ambulance calling his people listen man if you didn't see the fight what you just heard that should be enough. I mean, Black Caesar, I was sitting up there, and when it happened, I was like, I don't even think I need to see the Mike Tyson Roy Jones fight anymore. I mean, that was that was <laughs> that was main event worthy. Uh, even though the result was very short, in a sense of just entertainment value. Absolutely, the absolutely. fight plus Snoop. I mean, you could have ended the night off that, so I will, I will give you that one. You know what's funny about it? When you say it that way, it was almost like Jake Paul was actually paying homage to Mike Tyson. Why, because he knocked him out? <laughs> I mean, yo. I mean, yo, listen. Uh, I mean, right, so was, that not, was that not a Mike Tyson knockout? That was an LL Cool J. Mama said, <laughs> for those of you who know that song... That was one of those, but let's let's get into it because this fight actually, um, when I was able to see it, I was like, yeah, just going into the fight, I knew how small Nate was, absolutely, and his strength, so to speak, has never been strength to speed. He's no, quick, no, he's no. short, he's quick, right, right. You know, right. looking at Jake Paul, man, you know, he's pretty solidly built. I mean, he absolutely to be real with you, and you, if you saw the the height comparison. It wasn't even close. Listen, it wasn't even close to a point where Jake Paul actually looked like, you know, he looked like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Hugh Jackman. He reminded me of, you know, how Hugh Jackman gets in a character every time yeah. he's going to play Wolverine. Yeah, and he gets like, shredded. He gets yeah. ripped. I was looking at him when he came in the room, and I was like, wow. Did he not beat Fool? Did he not beat Nate Robinson like Drago did Apollo Creed? <laughs> like all jokes aside, I mean I know Apollo Creed died, so obviously I'm not going that far. But listen, just in the listen, sense of I, no, I want to go that far. Okay, listen, I actually remember last night even more because of what you just said. There was that classic Rocky moment. You saw somebody post up like throwing a towel. <laughs> <laughs> He's killing him. <laughs> 
<laughs> with their raspy voice and all. <laughs> no, like, listen, I, I can't tell you, man. Social media is so unforgiving. Who has made this so much worse? <laughs> and and that's the bad part. The bad part is, yes, you have to respect Nate Robinson for jumping in the ring. Right, right. I don't think it was a wise decision because, listen, uh, as far as I know, this Paul kid has been training at least a year or two. Yeah, he's because he fought another cat. Yeah, he's been going back and forth like professionally it, it, yeah, and actually like training. So training with big people. This too. to me, this wasn't a wise decision. But listen, Nate Robinson has a big heart, like so we know he's not afraid. He's gonna step into the <laughs> ring. He has a big heart and he got a big ass whooping. <laughs> he, he did, but I mean, listening to the fight, you could even see Snoop. This nigga wearing George? This nigga wearing basketball shoes? Like, it just seemed like Nate wasn't, I don't know if he thought, maybe because Paul wasn't, I don't know if he's professional or not, but maybe he was thinking that because. He thought he was just a YouTuber. Yeah, that's you know exactly what I'm saying? What and, that's, thought, and, yeah. and the way Nate fought, I mean, listen, if you're fighting somebody on a block, that works. But if you're fighting somebody who's trained and, he caught him with the same punch three times, man. <laughs> three times. You know what makes it worse? Shannon Sharp uh, and a lot of different people, you know, Shannon Sharp was like, hey, you know, he has on New York Knick colors. What else did you expect? <laughs> you know, like that, that, that was one. But what made it worse was what Nate Robinson said before the fight. He actually tweeted out and did an interview with uh, – What's the guy's name? Uh, Big Big Baby Davis. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, uh, Glenn Big Baby Davis. Yeah, yeah they gotcha. they did an interview, and he was saying that he, you know, before the fight, he was doing this for his brother. He was doing this for his brothers in the NBA. Oh. He, he was basically like, I mean, he gave like this monologue of a speech. Like, you just knew. When he got in that ring, it was going to go down. And instead, yeah, he went down. He didn't get back up. Well, to be fair, he went down, got back up, went down, got back up. Then I think he went down again. He got back up, but the fight was over. Listen, the way he fell, that was so violent. I was sitting up there, and I was like, yo, this man is dead. Like, I couldn't even tell you. Like, the one thing that wasn't funny about it, I was really kind of fearful of like the way he landed because the way his head pivoted off that canvas, it was very scary because he could have suffered a very serious injury. Now, with that being said, that is not a laughing matter. We're not it's laughing not, yeah, at that. True. You know, at the end true. of the day, he's good. He uh, tweeted out earlier today, thanks for all the support. Uh, Fl Floyd Mayweather actually responded. He was like, look, I got your back even if social media and other people are ripping you. So, I mean, hey, look, it happens. I will say this. Um, two fights come to mind, and you brought up what Nate said before the fight, you know, for the culture, yada, yada. Right, right, I don't right. think anybody who honestly thinks about boxing logically expected Nate to win. So, you know, right, let's, right, let's give right. him that just do ahead of time, saying that he was behind the eight ball, much heart. But... Remember the fight between Adrian Broner and Pacquiao? Right. And remember right. Pacquiao beat him like a you know twelve piece drum set. Yeah, yeah, he and, gave him extra cheese on that burger. <laughs> Let's not even get to that because I'm still trying to figure out what that was about. Like I've I've used it myself and I've confused myself to understand the fuck he was talking about. 
but that fight and then you go to um the recent one the heavyweights um wilder versus fury right 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 and remember wilder came out with this draconian um black history month oh man he um, came out with the wakanda forever dark vader uh, yeah. Oh, yeah and i was dope yeah but remember he lost that fight oh, man he he actually i remember that one listen he I, they were saying he was like you know setting his timer for like the sleep app you know that plays the oh, sounds to help you fall asleep yeah like he he went down put it like this <laughs> if he was sleep deprived fury gave him a therapy <laughs> but the point i'm saying is um i don't want people to jump on nate robinson in a sense of diminish what he tried to accomplish right, in the sense right. of he was going in against the eight ball by all means the final result was funny. I'm not going to sit there and deny. And I think Nate Robinson should get big ups for the fact that he didn't run from it. Like, right, like right. he, um, I think I saw somewhere where he got back into the chat he was in. Listen, I, I feel like for Nate, it was a win-win in a sense of, yeah, he could have beat Paul. Yeah. More than likely not. But even in defeat, he still didn't really lose anything. Yeah, what, nah, he, he, what he did gain is, at least for the next two months, <laughs> he's going <laughs> he's going to be trending. Oh man! Listen, I saw I saw an Instagram model <laughs> do the Nate Robinson challenge, and I'm like, come on, <laughs> come on, you half naked, <laughs> you like, <laughs> come on. But man, listen, that was a that was a good event. That was shouts out to them for putting it on. Shouts out for Nate for accepting it. Um, all I will say is that if this was for the NBA, obviously we can think of almost a hundred people. Oh yeah. So, Definitely. you know, listen, Jake picked the right person. Nate was the victim, but hey, man, listen, shots out to him. I mean, listen, ladies and gentlemen, it was a good fight as far as entertainment. Mm -hmm. Uh, as far as it going the full distance, no. Nah. It was over before you could blink. Um, at the end of the day, however, that wasn't the only thing that happened last night. Indeed. Indeed, <laughs> that wasn't. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones. Senor, y'all must have forgot. So did he. <laughs> he must have forgot too. But Listen, this was funny because all week long, I heard uh, shots out to Stephen A. Smith. All week long, he was saying that he was like literally praying mm -hmm. that somebody in Roy Jones's corner would reach out to him and some type of way convince him not to fight. Now, the funny part about it is that didn't happen. Roy Jones still fought. Thankfully, he didn't suffer the same fate as Nate. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, this fight was kind of a disappointment. It was a disappointment because it got called a draw. Yeah, when clearly. <laughs> I mean, clearly, listen, I don't know who was uh, scoring the fight. I don't know who was uh, tabbing the points or whatever it is. But the last time I checked, if you get punched, <laughs> it counts. In a sport of boxing. In a sport of boxing. It counts. I don't care if you're in Las Vegas, Nevada, or you're in China, or you're in Australia. If you punch somebody, that's one point. Last night, we saw Mike Tyson come out and look 
not like the old Mike, but looked like a Mike that trained. Yeah. yeah he was yeah, in yeah, good shape. Yeah, yeah. And he actually looked like he could go the whole distance, even if they were going 12 rounds. His form was solid, too. Yeah. Man. He had the bob, the weave, the. I mean, listen, I told somebody today, I was like, look, Mike was hitting like a bag of bricks. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like he was hitting that bag of bricks, which was Roy Jones, who was moving like a bag of bricks. <laughs> I mean, listen, man, all I'm going to say is this. The fight went eight rounds. Now, the rules were changed multiple times before this fight. They made it clear no one could get knocked down. Uh, They even changed it to where they saw blood coming from someone. If it was a cut, they were going to stop it. Like, this was just so dramatically... You Alter, know, yeah. Altered because watered down. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, Mike is fifty four, Roy's fifty one. Now, Snoop was actually making this fight fun because he was like, Hey, you know, grandma, come get these men. They got my uncles in the backyard fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what they were built like. I'm oh my God, listen. I saw the weigh in pictures and I was like, this is not going to be good. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was already From, from the saying, way in picture, it didn't seem like it would be too. I was like, bro, this looks like they went to an old folks home. And just picked. And just picked two yeah. random people and just told them to take a picture. Now, Mike Tyson, huge fan. Shouts out to him. Roy Jones, the same thing. Mm-hmm. What did you think when you saw the highlights of that fight? All right. Uh, let me take this from a... Uh, kind of an athlete standpoint what a boxing test standpoint all right it was clear they didn't look i'm gonna be real with you i didn't think size wise they were that different like i was actually surprised at that um you know roy jones looked like he can handle it but i tell you what um it was clear right 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 if they would have fought 20 years ago in their prime and Roy Jones had the, you know, had the speed. I was thinking about that. But he yeah. would love tapping Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, listen, he was he was giving him some good work. And I thought about that. It's interesting you said that. I was actually asking somebody, I was like, you know what? It kind of makes you wonder actually what would have happened in their prime. Yeah. Like, you know, you gotta remember Roy, Roy Jones was like a Ferrari. Like he had speed. He had power, but he was just so quick. Like, but for his size, he had power. Yeah, no, but like I'm saying, like he was the bigger version of Floyd Mayweather. Nah, okay, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm yeah, saying. Like, point, yeah. like, if Floyd Mayweather was a heavyweight and he was able to be like that, he would be like Roy, Roy Jones. Jones. Yeah, exactly. So it's, like, so it's like at the end of the day, I was thinking that too. I was like. Maybe in his heyday, because maybe you were assuming he could out technique Mike, but I'm going to be real with you, man. I don't <laughs> realize people who actually watch Mike Tyson, his style, his fighting style is something I've never seen. Like, right, right, like right. If you remember um Joe Frazier, he was shorter, more compact, heavy swinger. Absolutely. But he didn't move the way no, Mike moved. And no. that's why I said 20 years ago, this might have been worse because Roy could not keep Mike Tyson from his chest. And you know, that's a good point. An interesting point you made about the no knockouts. Mike didn't throw a lot of headshots. No, not he, at all. Now he was tenderizing them ribs, and every time he got close, <laughs> <laughs> he, 
Yeah, I mean, they was they was they was smoking after this. <laughs> Listen, I I know for a couple of days he's not laying on his side, straight stomach or back. <laughs> but anyway, you got me laughing quickly because Snoop. I told you Snoop was like. Hey, look, man, I need a side of those ribs. Roy, cover it up, Oh, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, listen. Listen, listen. Without a doubt, Snoop was on point about that. And um, you saw Roy kept clutching him. Right, right. And he was like, get out of there. Because, yeah, yeah. listen, Mike Tyson is almost like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Absolutely. With decent-sized arms. His reach is not very long. Absolutely the super predator. But if you let him get inside you, oh, no, oh it's a wrap. Yeah, yeah. And... That's the only thing, looking at that fight, if I'm Roy Jones' corner, that had to concern you because it looked like Roy was, you know, was getting the jabs working. But, man, yeah, let's yeah. just say I would still not want to fight Mike Tyson. Listen, I, I wouldn't want to fight him even if he was in a wheelchair. Yeah. I'm not going to even lie because Mike seems like. He still got that swing, man. Yeah, he was man. popping him, man. Listen. He they, was popping him. They bro. said it after the fight. Like, they asked Roy Jones. They were like, look, did he hurt you? And he was like, he's like, what do you think? He's like, that's Mike Tyson. Yeah. He's like, he still has it. He's like, I'm letting everybody know right now. Like, this guy still has it. And they asked Mike, they're like, did he hurt you? And he was like, yeah, he got me a couple times. Like, he still has it. But I thought the funniest part was they asked uh, they asked Mike, was he okay with the draw? Mm-hmm. And Mike was like, I'm okay with it. He's like, because I gave the people what they wanted. Now, that's the new Mike Tyson. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, the yeah, rehabilitated yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Tyson. <laughs> oh, Tyson didn't care what people, animals, cats. Dogs. No, no, uh, no. What, 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 what many fresh right? What, 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 what many fresh say? Lions, cats, dogs, animals, whatever. Chickens, ducks, elderly. Be- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is new, Mike. So, Listen, yeah. and then they asked Roy Jones. Roy Jones was like, "Look, um, I'm not okay with it." He's like, "Listen, I read draws. I don't get draws." <laughs> well, he would have kept fighting. He would have beat the draws off of him, but. But didn't it seem like for Mike Tyson, this was just a an event? And for Roy Jones, it was almost like a proving ground. Because at the end of the day, going into it, you really wouldn't think Roy Jones could hurt Mike. I mean, no. Looking at it, you, you really never, you never, I think most of the people that looked at it, no one was ever worried about Mike. Yeah, yeah. We kind of knew. Even like, the rule okay, changes didn't seem like. Yeah, like you. It favored Mike. Listen, no, no. All the rule changes. Was for Roy. <laughs> <laughs> it was for Roy. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was there for Roy. Were, there were definitely rule changes to save Roy Jones's life. Yeah. Because like no knockout, no one was seeing him knock Mike out. Nah. So. But. And, yeah. and, and. And that's why I said his statement about draws, bro, be be happy. Yeah. <laughs> that you walked out with a draw and not a not a jaw. That was <laughs> leaning sideways because if you'd have caught you with some of them headshots that he was throwing at your ribs. Oh man, listen. Yeah. It it could have got bad. We, we forget Roy Jones used to rap. He had a record called Can't Be Touched. <laughs> not true. <laughs> not true, brother. But Hey man, listen, it was a good fight again, course Snoop. Just being Snoop. Man, he stole the night. Man, yeah. I gotta say this right now. Ladies and gentlemen, let's start a petition to get to get Snoop in the analyst booth. I'm telling you right now, I don't care what it is, some type of way All Snoop sports. is gonna make it 
he's going to make it good. And I mean, last night, there was no nobody better that you could have put in that seat. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. hey, that's look, a good point. That's listen, a good point. at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, this is the unapologetic review. We're going to take a commercial break and be right back. As always, the unapologetic review. review we're back in the building listen man we got to talk about kodak black man listen kodak black you know a artist that had a huge trajectory yeah when it comes to the music like i remember i was we were talking about it like he had grown men grown literally like that know his songs front to back and they would tell you he's on the top five of all time rappers Yep. Yep. Listen. Now, personally, I don't see it that way, but at the end of the day, I think he's a dope artist. I think he's cool. I think he has a nice little moniker. But, you know, one of the problems with Kodak, unfortunately, is, you know, he's he's in and out of trouble mm-hmm. outside of the music. Yeah. And his last situation ended him up in prison and he's in there right now. Hopefully he'll get out soon. Cause he's in there on like a weapons charge. So basically it looks like, you know, his people tweeted out from his account that, you know, if the president could pardon him, he would donate a million pesos to charity. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, is a peso equal to a dollar? Whatever. Anyways. Listen, listen, <laughs> yeah. listen, listen. I'm going to need uh, some of the fans at home yeah, to look yeah. up how much a million pesos is. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Maybe Listen, it might even be more. It might be more, yeah. I, I mean, neither here nor there. Listen, I know one thing. The value of a dollar in 2020, <laughs> it shouldn't be worth a lot. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not this year. Listen, man, what do you think about that, man? Because when I saw this tweet, I was literally sitting there and I was like, look, that's not the way that you, you know, we got C murder at the end of the day. You know, they say Kim Kardashian's working on his case really? with Monica. Yeah. Wow. Like, okay. Like, yeah. Well, Monica get back. Yeah. Okay, yeah well, Monica, you know, Monica, yeah, yeah. you know, is the ride or die for C exactly. murder. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, down for my niggas. You know? Ride for my niggas. Hey, listen, yeah. you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I'm going to put his name on the wall. You know what I mean? If anybody mess with <laughs> Right. <laughs> Just right. Yeah. Listen, man, that thing still slaps. Still, bro. yeah. Listen, 
but yeah, it, it was tweeted out from his account and I saw it and I was like, look, this is not the way to do it because we're reaching out to a a person that is literally right now viewed as somebody that, you know, one, doesn't like black people. Mm-hmm. Two, <laughs> he's responsible for the coronavirus being worse than it could have, you know, it had to be actually. Agreed. How do you feel about that, man? Um, In the last 10 seconds, I had a change in opinion. All right. For this reason. They were slick because this is damn near bribery. If there you, you go. If you kind of think about it in the mm. sense of you're trying to get your money out in the sense of I will pay to get out of jail. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm following you. But they did say donate it to charity. So maybe that's some legal shit that they probably figured out because first thing I'm thinking is, well, bro, if this ever went to court, they're going to say, well, your honor, obviously my clients tried to pay his way out of jail. But then again, you could say, yeah, to be fair, I actually asked for a pardon. (laughs) So, (laughs) so two things, one that was smooth. All right. You know, I, I feel like they, I hope they looked at this from a legal standpoint that they, you know, yeah, they probably like typed it up. Yeah, like, I, I hope know. they did. But then two, man, listen, I don't like Trump no better than the next black, Mexican, Asian, anybody ain't white, old, and racist. I get right, it. Right, right, right. But God damn it, if Trump could get me out of jail, <laughs> listen, I, I know I don't like this man at all, but if he could get me out of, <laughs> man, this nigga ain't jail, he in prison. So if he could get me out of prison, right, right. You know, and all I had to do was donate 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 a million dollars yeah i'll do it man but the chances of this happening are slimmer than nate robinson <laughs> let me stop, <laughs> let me stop. <laughs> listen man listen i agree with you maybe you know the powers that be maybe there's like a a silver lining that we don't know about maybe there is a legal strategy yeah that's underneath it but from the surface it don't seem this I mean, listen, I'm just saying, I'm just going to be honest. I don't think it's wise. I don't think it's smart. And I think you could lose a lot of fans because of it. Because here's the thing. Anything right now, let's be honest, anything, you know, attached to President Trump smells like shit. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, yeah. Let's, let's, let's be honest. Like, Which is why he just pardoned that other guy for that is. Exactly. exactly that, yeah. that, that, that's what I'm getting at. And yeah. at the end of the day, I think Kodak is a great artist i think he has a lot of potential and i hope that he is free one day Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day he has a chance to continue his career man he was listen he was one of the top five least top 10 artists in the world before he went to prison like he listen if it wasn't drake it was kodak black let's be honest i mean this i would say this you know being from south florida he at least i mean this might be blasphemous you know, big word, but <laughs> second big word of, of the, the day. day. <laughs> Did he not? Was he not the biggest artist in Florida? At least I, I know oh, no, nationally was big, but you know absolutely. Ross has kind of held that title. Yeah, no, but, popular, but when he came out, yeah, okay, yeah, the, yeah. Listen, the popular vote would've at been, that time yeah. it would have been Kodak. So because like Ross wasn't really busy in the music at that point. Nah. Like he was, he was basically you know managing the wing stops. Yeah, man, listen, yeah. Rosé is actually, you know, 
different level now. A different say. level. Yeah, that yeah. man is on a different level. Then luxury. Yeah. Yeah. You know, total different subject. Yeah. Listen, we also got to talk about this, man. Let's talk about Quando Rondo, bro. That young man, um, you know, he's been all through the news lately because he was allegedly suspected of being the one responsible for King Von's death. Now, I remember we looked at a clip. In the clip, after King Von is wounded from gunshots, mm-hmm. there's Quando Rondo taking him into, you know, a hospital. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Very odd. You know, I've never seen... From what I heard, yes. Yeah, from yeah. what I heard. Yeah, like, yeah, I, very, I, odd, very yeah. odd. Like, yeah. I've never seen... You know, somebody try to kill you if that's what they're doing. And then and then drive you to the hospital. Like I've never seen it. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, this thing is heating up because here's the thing. King Vaughn was actually loved by a lot of people, man. That young man was predicted to be probably maybe the next big thing out of Chicago after Kanye, to be honest with you. Word. Yeah, like he is. Mind you, you got to overlap um, Chief Keith, who is kind of okay, yeah. the grandmaster of this shit. I mean, well, I put it this way. You know, Keith doesn't really get busy in the music, right? You know, like no, he no, used but to. I'm talking about just in the sense of the next yeah, biggest yeah. thing. Chief was big, yeah. you know what I'm saying, when he first came out. But yeah, I, got I mean, Keith still dropped something here and there. But yeah, as but far as the, like, the landscape yeah. right now, like he was headed in that direction. And of course, you know, he's Little Dirk's artist. And it's kind of heating up right now because apparently almost all of his shows that he's had scheduled have been canceled. They've been canceled because of death threats. And, you know, one thing about the hip hop police that I don't know if, if any generation seems to ever learn, just like you have social media, they have social media too. Mm-hmm. Just like you have a computer. They have they better. have better computers, better and and niggas who work them better. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. So and and here's the thing: any social media app you use, this is just a tip to anybody out there. Do know that law enforcement, when you sign up for that account, they let you know in those little black small letters that you don't want to read. If something happens and legal actions have to be taken. Mm-hmm. You are waiving your rights and making yourself aware that they have the right to take control of that account and seize anything if it involves a crime. So Indeed. I just I just thought I'd throw that out there. But long story short, uh, you know, this young man right now, they said that he even made a diss song about King Von and he shot a video for it. The guy who was in the hospital with him. Yeah. And right now they're saying that his honorage, which one of the people in the honorage is actually one of the people that shot King Von fatally, they're claiming self-defense. Here's the problem with that. There's always two sides of the story. This time it happened on video. With his shows being canceled and the threats that are out there, we're not here to implicate anybody, but I think it's kind of getting to a point now where like this generation has to realize like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? What, like, what, what's the point? Um, 
um popularity, clout, hype, juice, drip, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It all depends on how you get it. Yeah. For example, um give an example. Um Ross had a very luxurious type style, kind right, of king right, right. band bosses. Um Jay Z had it. DMX had a gritty style. Right. Um right. hell Jeezy kinda had the dope boy, Gucci Man. Uh these cats from Chicago. Absolutely. Since Kanye, can you name another artist out of Chicago that has had any stigma outside of gang shit? So no, not, okay. not 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 really. Not really, right? Like you said before, the only person that I could think about would would be Chief Keef. And but even it wouldn't he be was... it wouldn't even be outside. So I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, no. I... Okay, so for these cats with social media, I mean, I think we spoke about this a couple weeks ago. Chicago specifically, I mean specifically Chicago. And hip hop, is it not the most dangerous city as far as artist wise? Like just just in the sense of what comes out of their music. For I example, mean, New York is so big, you have everything. I Miami mean, is more luxurious. Chicago, what, what what that was drill music a couple years ago? Yeah, I, I, I was just about to get to that. Like I think I think what it is is, I think it's a combination. Like drill music, you know, it started basically in Chicago mm-hmm. and what drill music actually is, is basically exactly what it sounds like. It's about, you know, getting rid of your opposition. And once I think what happened is once that became mainstream, mm-hmm. once yeah. it became accepted, then, you know, the record labels, and this is the thing I would say to these young men, that's a good one. The record labels, they don't care. They don't give a fuck. At the end of the day, if they can make a dollar, if they can make $0.99, cent, $2 off of every stream, you do the math. At the end of the day, they'll make more money than the artist will ever make. And then that's what happened. Like, Cheap Keep was the one that, you know, that really, gained yeah. the popularity. And then he relaxed a little bit. Oh, no. He, listen, you, he, he moved out of Chicago mm-hmm. and he did the smart thing. He actually became more business minded. Exactly. Because here's the thing, man, nobody wants to go to a funeral every week. Every and, and which it sounds like right now. Yeah, I mean listen. Man. First of all, man, still right now, definitely sending condolences to King Vaughn's family and friends and the fans, anybody affected by it. As always, man, we saying one thing. Listen, if you have an opportunity just for a moment to realize what's important, it's not that serious, man. Like, at the end of the day, we're losing great young men at a higher rate. Young black men at that. Young girl. black men, higher than any rate of genocide could do currently right now. Yeah, man. Like, I understand that we're fighting for equal rights. I understand that we're trying to get ahead. I understand that we want to take racism. I understand that we want to make the laws fair in the justice system. But let's take a moment and realize while we're doing that, we're taking 10 steps back. Yeah. Yeah. So when we get those changes, 
Who's going to be left? Who's going to be here to witness it? So definitely, man, you know, definitely hoping that they resolve this without. I mean, shit, yeah, resolve it without. The next episode we come on, we'll be talking about another artist who. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. It, it, it's, a, it's a revolving door that I'm hoping one day just stops. Um, also, man, listen, we got to talk about this. 6 9 he was in a Miami club actually last night, and I didn't know about it. Came across the news feed. He was celebrating doing dumb shit the way that he normally does. And um, Geronte Davis was in there, boxer, trains under Floyd Mayweather good boxer coming off of a win a couple weeks ago actually and apparently they got into a little scuffle this is a perfect segue into that subject because it represents almost the same thing Javantra Davis was not the aggressor here he was not the one that actually you know started it it was 6-9 but but he's the professional boxer yeah like he's the one that you know, actually gets paid to box. So at the end of the day, it's like, look, 6ix9ine was on probably his bullshit. And at the end of the day, you know, a lot of stigma is following him around for good reason. Yeah. At the end of the day, he introduced himself to the world as one thing. And later on, he recanted that and got a bunch of people locked up for multiple years, some are doing football numbers. They'll never see the light of never day. Never see the light. And at the end of the day now, how is he rewarded? He's rewarded by having his freedom. He signed a deal for $10 million. I remember a couple months ago they said a record label gave him $10 million. Once mm-hmm. again, a la us saying the record labels don't care. Don't give a fuck. As long as it sells, that's what they'll deal with. So last night they got an altercation. and. There was some footage, you know, bodyguards got involved. 6ix9ine, check this out. He actually was throwing money in the direction of where his security was moving Javante Davis from. Like, that was crazy. Like, to add insult to the injury, he was actually throwing money at him while they were basically making like a perimeter to keep him away from him. So he was taunting him while they were breaking it up, man. Like, what do you think about that? I think 6ix9ine is a character who has been empowered and apparently has no one around him that has any type of common sense. Because I can tell you this, um, anybody I know who will act the way this nigga acts, bro, listen, either me and you going to have a stern talking to yeah. Or I'm getting the fuck away from you. Because at the end of the day, the issue with 6ix9ine is this. He might not get touched because I'm sure he has the money to pay for security. But guess what? Those bodyguards that protect him. Right, right. You know, right. and I get that's your job. I've done it before myself. Right, right. But you have been a person who comes off as a, you know, how Kevin Hart said, say it with your chest type guy. Yeah, absolutely. We found out you wasn't that guy. We found out you weren't built like that. Like I said, it, it's it's weird because of, like, let's just say one reason. If you look at it, 6 9 is basically, like, I, I would say this, man. 
he's probably going to go down in history as like one of the lowest people that we've ever seen walk this earth. And even seeing President Trump right now, they're not going to be too far apart when it comes to history. Agreed. Agreed. You know, and at the end of the day, listen, he did it because he had his bodyguards around him. He did it because he feels safe. And at the end of the day, this is just this is just who he is. He doesn't care. And once again, these type of things come with consequences. You can't always be the person doing the taunting. Eventually, somebody's going to have your number. Listen, unless he keeps those bodyguards around, and I mean that's and that's the thing about six nine that is maybe most infuriating is the fact of. This kid is not stupid. No, nah, he knows what he's doing. And the thing is, when he first came out, there was somebody saying something. Listen, you would be dumb to try to approach this kid because of what you just said. When he first came out, I remember they threw money at him. Don't think the police don't got their eyes on this kid. And you never know. I even heard somebody say this. I mean, is it conspiracy type talking yeah but just think about it who knows they could have let this nigga out just to see well now you're getting me to my point i just recently watched a documentary that was on a hulu a couple weeks ago and it's actually a documentary on six nine hmm. i watched it because i wanted to see you know what it was about and they went deep into his childhood. They showed who he was before all of this. Very interesting. Yeah, you, you definitely probably want to watch it because it goes right with what you just were talking about. Nothing like this was even at some point uh, poor. You know, his mom and dad split up. A lot of different things were going on and he was picked on. But then, you know, he linked up with uh, this other artist, can't think of his name, Young Cat, and they clicked up and they he started selling clothes. He started creating like these weird styles that got like attention because his whole style was crazy. And it was, it, I bring it up because of this. They were saying basically that the person that 6ix9ine introduces himself to be in front of the world is really just a scared young man behind the scenes and the crazy part about it is it's believable I mean, because the yeah. way he acts he acts as if a person has only so long to be here it, that he has to do everything possible that's a very good one yeah you understand what yeah, i'm saying yeah, like do. it, I it, really it do. When, listen when i saw the documentary it, it started making sense to me it does yeah. because i was like wait a minute like wow okay now i see why he acts like this like they even had his childhood father interviewed and he was like look that's not my real son that's not how he is and it was crazy because i'm sitting up here and i'm like he doesn't want to be a part of his life he made sure his dad stayed away because he felt like you know at the end of the day his dad was never in his life he didn't need him okay if he felt that way this is about the time right now where you need someone to sit you down because the games that you're playing are not going to only probably get someone hurt. It'll probably get you hurt, too, and somebody innocently And, and hurt. somebody, and like I said, 
I'm sure there's no one around him who has that cachet to tell him this because of the fact of he's built himself in a manner that's not genuine. So therefore, how can I be real with a character that's fake? So therefore, how can you tell me how to go out there and act with some sense? Yeah. That's not what 6ix9ine is about. Like you said, like we always say, you hear the cliche. If you have a bunch of yes men around you, they're just, you know, they're just there for the money. At the end of the day, when the money runs out, you won't have any protection. You won't have any, you know, people that you thought cared about you if the money isn't coming in. So at the end of the day, I agree with you. Like he's right now, you know, you have a circle full of people that are doing it because that's how they pay their bills. That's how they pay their bills. And, and that's how them other guys got caught up. Yeah. I yeah. mean, listen, definitely not surprised that he's in the news again. Don't want to spend too much more time on it. Ladies and gentlemen, we definitely got more to talk about. We're going to take another commercial break. Once again, the unapologetic review. gentlemen this is the one and only unapologetic review we're back in the building we got to talk about this man young thug young thug is in the news because he basically made a statement on a episode of expeditiously with senor ti mr rubber band man <laughs> you might have seen me in the streets but you don't know me easy <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, listen, let's get this clear. There will be no outcast slander tolerated. <laughs> let's get that clear, first of all. <laughs> We're talking about outcasts. We're talking about Rosa Parks. Sorry, Miss Jackson. So fresh, so clean. <laughs> oh, man, they got a catalog out this world. We're talking about you better get to the back of the bus. Right. The common denominator. Shit, AT aliens. Oh, man. Listen, we can go all day. All day, bro. Listen, Young Thug made a statement on an episode with T.I. He basically said, look, he can't relate to Andre 3000. Yeah. It sounds exactly what it sounds like. For all of you listening right now, I'll repeat that one more time. 
he said he can't relate to Andre 3000. Mm. Yeah. Um, he also went on to say that he felt that Andre looked down on the young artists and the young culture. I'm going to repeat that one more time. He said he felt Andre three stacks. The one that gave us, hey, y'all, looks down on the young culture. Now, the Twitter police did their work. You know, when you tweet things or you say things and they come out, social media is the new first 48. Yep. Basically, when shots are fired, (laughs) the Twitter police come running. Mm -hmm. So they did their research. And they pulled up an actual video clip of Andre 3000 speaking in an interview. And he basically gave Young Thug a shout out. He literally said that he likes him as an artist. He feels that he's creative. He's dope. And he also said that the reason he likes him so much is because he's not afraid to push the boundaries. Now, what boundaries are those? Well... Let's just talk about it. Young Thug has had a lot of, let's just say, crazy choices with his dressing mm-hmm. in certain videos. Mm-hmm. He was uh, one of the first people to call a firearm a sexual word instead of a, you know. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, like his creativity has always been something of a topic. Yeah, that's very unique, yeah. Now, at the end of the day, we got to jump into this. Young Thug made these statements on someone that we consider to be hip-hop royalty. Now, I don't know about you, but there have been a lot of the you know top list of top 10, top 20 MCs, top five. And Andre 3000, Mr. Benjamin, it's always he's always in that top 10. Always in the top 10, yeah. So at the end of the day, this is our generation that we're talking about. Hey, what do you think about that Black Caesar? Um, to piggyback on that top ten real quick, is he not the number one from the South? I mean, listen, unless you're gonna say Scarface, I would say, look, if you had to pick, and depending on who you're asking, you could flip that around. Fair enough, yeah. Easily. Easy okay. All right, bet. Um this is surprising only because from a artistry standpoint, again, their creativity, while it is, you, you know, separate and unique. Right, right, It's right. very similar in the statement, what he said about the box. Andre left the box about mid-90s. Yeah. And he, he really went his own lane. Yeah. And you can argue Young Thug was very similar. Very similar. In the sense of when he first came out, there was no box. I mean, his voice was, first of all, let's get to his voice. His voice, at the time he came out, yes, it was reminiscent of Lil Wayne's baby voice, but nobody was rapping with that type of high-pitched voice he was doing. No. So you had that. Obviously, his dressing was very unique. And even the manner his songs were done was extremely unique. It was different. And, yeah. And, you know, people used to be like, yo, this guy's weird. 
We don't know what he's saying. But you could not deny one thing. He is talented. He is talented. And he was he was putting together records that actually sonically changed the sound of music going forward. Like there's a lot of influence in from Young Thug to that a you lot can of hear today. Right. Like the hook, the whole hook thing, if you want to be honest with it, I know Drake sings. But if you really want to be honest about it and you're talking trap music, I would say Young Thug, Young Thug. actually really made that become what it is today to this day the best quote i've heard about young thug is his voice is an instrument and honest to god truth that is and will be his strongest suit he was an instrument himself so i mean absolutely i i feel like young thug is definitely he's one of those people that you know whether he said it why he said it you know tomato tomato but okay, but then you get into Andre. If you just looking on the outside in, does Andre three thousand seem like a a stuck up person? No, like, no. I, I I think you know it was one of those things where he was being interviewed, he was in the moment, and he spoke on something that he really didn't have the facts about. I think he was just trying to fill in the gaps. You know, some people say if you don't know what you're talking about, you just don't speak on it. I don't think he was thinking at that moment because I think if he had known that Andre said that, maybe he doesn't say it. Or we can play devil's advocate with it. If they've had a private conversation that we don't that know we about. That we don't know. Yeah. But like, what do you think about that? I'm assuming that's the only thing I can think of because if we check our receipts, there's nowhere in the world he says these things about Andre because in the public eye man listen we just saw Andre what about a month or so ago walking through the goddamn airport looking like <laughs> looking like um Frederick Douglass with the fro playing a flute dressed like a homeless person so man. I don't think anybody who was stuck up or wants their ass kissed is doing things like that. So Yeah, I, I, I think it was like I said, maybe it was something personal behind the scenes. Maybe something was said he heard. So, yeah, maybe something was said. Maybe he has tried to get a feature with him. And then he couldn't get in contact with that him? we don't know about. So I mean definitely look, listen, I don't think it'll stay that way because hey, let's be honest. Who could hate or dislike Andre three thousand, bro? That's like a- it, it's it's mind boggling. I don't think I don't think that it'll stay that way. I think basically, you know, it's something that they got to work out. And hopefully they do, because I'll be honest with you. That'd be an interesting record. Right? I would listen to an Andre very... 3000 Young Thug record. Because like you said, sonically, that would be a very intriguing combination. Yeah, definitely. That, that would be a, I mean, it'll be like definitely something I'll be checking for, because between the both of them, they have like a very dope artistic um, musical, you know, contribution that they would give on a record like that. So listen, ladies and gentlemen, we're introducing a new segment today. And this is the way we're going to end the show. We got a new segment entitled Check a Pass. Basically, we're going to see what's hot and what's not. Listen, very simple. You either checking for it or you're going to pass it. Like the Dutch. (laughs) 
<laughs> hey, man. So, look, first up, we got Kevin Hart. He has a new series on Netflix, Zero Fucks Given. Um, I might pass. I'm going to pass on that one, man. Really? On, on, on Lil' Kev? Listen, um, I'm a very competitive person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Cat Williams, so oh, I'm, I'm 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 a ride with Lil Dog Cat. <laughs> you know, when you said that, I just thought about you know a pimp name slip back. <laughs> exactly, a pimp name slip back. Zero fucks given. So, all right, next we got a uh, Megan and Stallion dropped a new project this week. Good news. Is this a debut? Am I tripping? No, it's not a debut, but uh. I mean, hey, you know um, what? Actually, it is. It's a debut. I think it's a debut. I mean, hey, it's it's a new album, and um, I'll I'll check it. I mean, I, I want to see what else she has, so I'll I'll, I'll check it. I w- listen. I'm checking for it because definitely she's a very good lyricist. She has bars, like she can spit. I know, you know, we really? usually just okay. See, see I, I don't know that. Right. So. That, see, listen. I know we're used to hearing, you know, the WAP Dope. and things like that, but she can freestyle. Word? Really dope. I yeah. mean, when Nikki first came out, I gave Nikki a shot, and Nikki has bars. So, okay, yeah. bet. So, I'm checking for it. I, I'm, I'm with y'all check on that one. So, we All got right. one pass, one check. All right, cool. Listen, we also got the book three of Power, Raising Canaan. Now, you know I'm a huge Power fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely checking <laughs> yeah. for this, man. There's no questions, no, no way around this one. What do you say? It's 50. I'm going to check it. Listen, listen, and, and his character's actually pretty funny. Listen, man, at the end of the day, 50, I mean, what is it that you can hate about him? Uh, <laughs> people used to hate he was a little bully. Hey, I mean, listen. But once you get past that, he's like a good guy. Yeah, man, listen. I'm definitely like you. I'm checking for it. Definitely in the mood for another series of power to take place because I love it. Yeah. Hey. We got Lil Wayne, No Ceilings 3 came out this week. Check a pass. No look pass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going NBA All-Star, no look behind the back pass. Uh, listen, no ceilings, no listening. Nah, I'm good. Gotcha, gotcha. Listen, yeah, I'm, I'm not checking for this one. I'm passing as well. I'm actually going to pass this to probably AI or Dwayne Wade in the corner for three. Yeah. <laughs> and lastly we got snowfall man on hulu i love it check it i'm going to check it i did not see the first season so therefore i saw a snippet earlier checking for it definitely man i love that show ladies and gentlemen you already know we keep it moving we keep it going the only place that's unscripted, 24-7, 365, you know who it is, the Unapologetic Review. Continue to follow. Thank you for all the support that you've given us. We always strive to give you one opinion at a time, uncensored. And as always, we're out. Ladies and gentlemen, Ladies and gentlemen this is, this the, is one and only the one and only Unapologetic, unapologetic Review. Let's go. Let's go. I don't mind if you don't listen that much But some of y'all don't listen